You're listening to the Toolstation Western League podcast with Ian Knockholds and Tom Hiscott. Welcome to this special Toolstation Western League podcast with me, Ian Knockholds. I'm not joined by Tom Hiscott today. Normal service will be resumed after the weekend's fixtures, but this special edition of the podcast is all about this weekend's FA Vars fifth round ties, featuring our very own Bristol Manor Farm and, of course, Buckland Athletic. This podcast features two interviews that I've done today. Uh, the first is with Lee Lyshenko from Bristol Manor Farm, previewing their big match against Bromsgrove Sporting, and the second is with Ellis Late from Buckland Athletic uh, previewing their game against Hinkley AFC. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the manager uh, of Bristol Manor Farm. It's Lee Lyshenko. Uh, Lee, thank you very much for taking uh, the time to speak to me uh, ahead of your big FA Vars fifth round tie away at Bromsgrove Sporting. We'll, we'll come to have a chat about what we know about Bromsgrove um, in a bit, but I, I'd like to sort of go back over the, your route to, um, to the fifth round. And um, the first game you played in the competition, I believe, was on November the 12th. Um, you were at home to a side you must know pretty well from the Western League, Odd Down. Yeah, yeah, we um, we were drawn at home to, to Odd Down, who were last year's champions of the, of the Western League, so we were well, well aware of what a tough um, task that would be and the strengths that they've got, um, and also the fact that we'd signed them to probably players that were very influential in them winning the league last year, so there was always going to be an extra determination by Odd Down to try and get one, one over on us, but um, the game panned out probably a little bit as you'd expect with two teams cancelling each other out but fortunately for us we scored a, a winner in the last five minutes to, to take us through to the next round Now you're going very well in the league um, at the moment we, uh, you're sitting on top of the Premier Division we'll have a, again we'll have a little chat about that later on in the, in the interview but um, at the outset of your um, at that sort of early stage in the season then going in uh, to that, f- that first tie for you in uh, what was the second round the second round proper against Odd Down had you targeted a round in this year's FA Vars or were you focusing on the league? We, we definitely wanted to, to experience what we experienced last year in the FA Vars because they had a great great moments in it when we went up to Sunderland RCA in the last 16 and, and probably I've quoted before as the best um, feeling I've had in football in terms of we went out there and won the game 3-2 we stayed the Friday night before and then obviously to prepare right for the game and then the Saturday night we stayed out there to, to enjoy the victory so uh, it, was, it was a great weekend and obviously those sort of memories you, you, you don't forget in a hurry and then we ended up getting drawn away again in the quarterfinal which was um, away back at that sort of area away at Moorpeth which is a little bit further up we stayed in exactly the same hotel for the full weekend unfortunately the result wasn't the, the same but I felt maybe home advantage was the, the big factor in that game and maybe the reason more Perth progressed and then in fairness they ended up going on and winning the final by beating Hereford United at Wembley so we we lost to the eventual uh, champion so of, of the tournament so there was a little bit of consolation in that but we definitely wanted to uh, enjoy this tournament again which we are, we are doing at this moment in time and I feel that with the, the depth that the squad that I've got this season we've we definitely got. Um, uh, we've increased our squad in terms of quality and in terms of depth, but um, we can we can cope with both both challenges. Well, your next challenge in the competition after the victory against Oddown, uh, you had another home tie on December the third. This time it was against um, Thatcham Town. Now, from um, my former days covering Southern League football, I, I think I'm right in saying that Thatcham were a, a Southern League side. So. Um, they uh, stiff opposition again, but it was a it was a comfortable victory for you in the end. It, it, it 
comfortable, but that was mainly because we played at our, at our top level. So I wouldn't belittle any any opposition, um, especially Fatim, because they they are a dangerous side, a good side. They arrived at our place on the day top of the Hellenic League, so we knew that it was going to be another tough ask. We won't get in there paired with any any easy draws, and you're not going to once you get into into the depth of the, the competition, like at that sort of stage anyway. So whilst it, it makes it look like a nice straightforward 4-1 uh, scoreline, I thought that, that, that Fatim caught us on a day where we were where we were all at it. But obviously consistency seems to be the key um, this season, as it's been for a number of years, because the group of players in general is always up near the top reaches of, a, of, of the division we play in. So we, we look to set our standards personally high. But Fatim were, were, were a side that basically caught us probably with, a, with the big A game coming out of most of the players. Well, things um, didn't get any easier in the next draw because um, on January the 7th you were drawn again at home um, but this time against another former Western League champion in, um, in, in Melksham Town and um, uh, they held you to a draw on that day. Yeah, yeah, but it was, again, as you say, um, the rules haven't been getting easier other than the fact that we're at home. So, like, like we, we've got a good home record this season in all competitions. Um, we're playing Melksham Town, who as you say, a couple of years ago, won, won the league, and last year they were there again, up there, there again, and they're managed by a man in Darren Perrin who's got vast... Uh, experience of managing a non-league football at higher level than, than Western League so it was always going to be a big ask um, a, a tough game and, and maybe um, it was one of those games the first sort of Saturday after the Christmas break where like the, the early part of the game I thought was a little bit sloppy by us as the game developed it, we sort of even though the game the standard got better as both sides sort of cancelled each other out I felt we were just going to crawl over the finishing line winning 1-0 but they uh, Melchon got a, a late equaliser in normal like, normal time and then the extra time I felt we were going to we looked the fitter team I thought we were going to go on and win it but um, it, that didn't uh, wasn't the case and then we had a great occasion the, the week after that in the replay because it was the opening game at Melchon Town's new new facility new ground and there was over 1200 people there watching and again we were like we were, personally I was very proud of the, the performance we didn't disappoint the people watching I think they would have left the impress of how, how we performed but to have a game like that you need to play a side that are good to, to make because is like playing tennis you can't have a rally unless your opponent gets the ball back in, in football to make a good game you normally need two good sides to uh, to take part in it and Melcham definitely did and even though 5-1 with five minutes to go probably looked very comfortable for us they, they still rallied and got two late goals which shows the, the mark of the team that they are and it, and it made the, the, the game in it in general was a good good um, flag bearer for the Western League albeit Melcham probably wouldn't have liked opening their uh, history or opening their account on the new ground but being not Certainly a big day for Melksham Town. I was um, I was at that game, uh, Lee, and um, yeah, the, the, the supporters who who went uh, on that day saw eight goals, and it was a it was a, it was a thrilling occasion. Certainly a thrilling occasion for Melksham, who've had to wait so long to get into that in- incredible facility. But um, your boys had to go out and perform in front of twelve hundred people. That's not something I would imagine that they've done very often, if at all. Well. Oh, yeah, you're right. There's obviously there's one or two that have played at a, like at a higher level. There's, there's a couple, like one in particular, has been a been a professional. We didn't actually get on the pitch that day um, for me, but but likewise, it, it, it's something that inspired us. Um, it's something that was exciting, um, uh, not just because of the new facility, but uh, as you say, because of the amount of people there in the crowd. And it's, again, it's something we're looking forward to. Like not looking, like obviously you'll probably come on to that in a minute, but it's something we're looking forward to this Saturday because there's rumour that there'll be that sort of crowd again at the 
game. Maybe a little bit more partisan than we're at Melksham that, that day because it was quite a friendly um, atmosphere. But uh, at Bromsgrove apparently is a bit more partisan. But it's, again, it's something we're, we're really excited about is on the Friday nights before these sort of games is like a kick before Christmas. You can't wait for the game to happen. And, uh, and these are the sort of occasions we want to take part in on a more, much more regular basis. And if we've got a few of those occasions between now and the end of this season, then we're, we, we, we would encourage them to be brought on as, as quickly as possible. Well, you've, you've, you've started by um, uh, talking about what, uh, the, the, the support that you know Bromsgrove um, uh, will be getting. What else do you know about the team that you're going to face on, uh, on Saturday? We, we know a little bit like a, about the, the different way and shape they set up and in the, the, the pitch that um, like obviously the, 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 we've heard obviously we know that the pitch has got a bit of a slope there we know um, a few things that I probably wouldn't want to give away at this moment in time but like a few things about them we've prepared ourselves with a bit of knowledge on our opponent we've gathered a bit of information to, to either back up what we think already or maybe slightly change my mind but um, all I can personally ask for is that we've got the, the 17 or 18 players that I believe are in my squad are all fit and available to me for a selection for, for Saturday to obviously scale that down to 16 and then I, I personally know, I know now I want to be starting in my 11 and hopefully that will be the case on, on Saturday at 3 o'clock um, again we, 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 when you go deeper into these competitions it's a great opportunity for our club to to um, showcase like not only as a, as a club but the players to showcase their talents and I also look at it is like we um, played um, in a tournament uh, a couple of years ago and the referee that took part that day was being mentored by Howard Webb and now every time I turn on the Sky TV he's refereeing in the Premier League because he gave a great account of himself that day as well and that's the thing like for everybody like including referees hopefully you get a, a referee that's like can be like you know strong fair and, and, and not be swayed by that amount of people probably all going for the home team and if, if that's the case then obviously that, that referee is going to do himself good as well because obviously anyone watching him to uh, to see whether he can progress if, uh, whoever it is then, then he's, they're not going to be impressed if the man um, is, is, is weak because of the majority of the crowd are calling for something so um, that's all we want is like a good good gameplay by two good sides and uh, fairly refereed and, and I think um, again like, I wouldn't swap my players for many at this level so hopefully my, my opinion is power out uh, born out for the good of Bristol Manor Farm and myself but uh, again I, I expect a tough tough um, challenge on Saturday but it's one we'll definitely be ready for Well you you, you will play as played in front of a bumper crowd at Melksham as we as we uh, discussed and you know it sounds like they might have to experience a, a more hostile atmosphere um, uh, on, on Saturday but one of the things that impressed me most about your performance against Melksham uh, on the uh, on January the 14th was the um, the physique and the temperature of your players in a previous life I've covered quite a lot of Southern League football and, and really watching you that day you, you, you reminded me of a Southern League side in the making is that where you see Bristol Manor Farm going? Most definitely um, for for um, uh, people's knowledge that maybe not not aware of what we've been trying to do, like obviously I've been at the club. This is my fourth season. Um, we like, uh, like left um, a previous club a little bit of criticism, but it's all it is all about ambition and, and certain clubs may be able to push on and certain clubs can't. And Bristol Manor Forum is definitely a club that can push on beyond the next division above what we're currently playing in. Uh, and whether I'm the man around to achieve that or, or we set the wheels in motion for someone else to take on, it remains to be seen. But what, what I'd say to you is the club's ambitious 
I'm ambitious, the players are ambitious, and we're, we're, we're driving ourselves towards trying to, to achieve that to collectively play at a higher level. Um, with, um, with, with that comes a certain amount of not criticism, but people that are envious of maybe that and maybe use it as a, as a way to be extra motivated to try and stop us in our tracks. But we use that as our own personal motivation as we're doing this season to really want, want to get there and want to enjoy it collectively together. And hopefully there's a lot of people that will wish us well for doing that. And there might be one or two that we've managed to begrudgingly make supporters of what we're trying to do. Because ambition is, is good for everybody. It's good for a league to have loads of ambitious teams in it because it increases standards not only on the football pitch but with the facilities that clubs are playing at because if you're looking to become a club at a higher level you've got to adhere to the grading that goes with that so if I was anyone involved with tool station board or anything like that I would love the fact that if I had every single member of my league wanting to play at the league higher because it means that every ground that I'm currently got under like it, with playing under our, um, our hat is going to be of a good facility so it just makes standards is great and then if that keep continues right you, you, like you've got football clubs that are looking to benefit the league that they're currently playing at but the next one that they're hopefully looking to join so it's good for football to have ambition and I'll never shy away from that Bristol Manor Farm Football Club was just Selick and people that are associated with it are proud of showing ambitious and it's something that I believe should be applauded and, and, and I think there's a lot of people now seeing that and realising that we're like what we're trying to do and it's not just the first team levels that we've got a reserve side we've got an under 18 side and we've also got a football and a community plan going on with all weather um, surface behind our, one of our main stands where like uh, every evening of the week and on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings you can see kids playing there from the age of 5 to 14, 15 but, and then hopefully they go under 18s in the men's team of the club so the club's buzzing with activity and it's buzzing with ambition and, and, and I'm glad I'm part of it Your ambition is coming through loud and clear in this interview uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you are targeting a league and cup double uh, this season do you worry though that a, an extended run in the Vars could um, impact your uh, your league title push personally um, the reason I would say no to that question is because I, as I said quite early in the interview we've got a squad of players that I, I trust and believe in that is 18 deep um, we're playing in we've got we currently like in the week we won in the quarter final of a tournament we've won for the last two years the GFA Cup um, and we've got the Les Phillips Cup that we're into the next round in as well and at times those, those games come around a good time to give people game time to give, give people the opportunity to maybe play themselves back into my plans uh, to give a good account of themselves so that uh, it might be something that I'm thinking could that lad could that man do a job in that position because somebody isn't totally hitting the, hitting the standards we expect and it might be it, it, you can't assess that quite quite effectively in training but you can assess it in, in, a, in a football match of that nature a competitive game and uh, so like going back into the FA Bars yeah of course that's a competition that is massive and the league is, is something that we want to now get, get to the next level in I think I, the, the, the squad of players I've got disposal can cope with those demands um, but maybe it, there might be a time where I have to be a little bit extra cautious or extra sensible but we'll, we'll deal with that when that comes around at this moment in time I think we can definitely cope with the, 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 the demands that the league and the voucher would put on us and I believe we've got the players to do that uh, Ian, and I think um, I, like, I, I'm, I'm uh, just excited about the, the, the challenges and the games because it's nothing better than going into February March time with games that really really matter and um, like, like I've always 
said that even in professional football, the best thing they've done was bring in the playoff situation because I can remember going to watch local league clubs in February and March when nothing, nothing was at stake and it becomes borderline boring. Games that matter are what you play football for and most years we've got games going deep into the season that really do count and this season seems to be one that could be a bigger season than any of us has experienced but all the time you're making memories that aren't heavy to carry and something you can tell your, your relations about in the future. Lee Lashenko, thank you very much for your time. Um, talking to you today has got me excited about Saturday's game. I can tell you that the Western League football family are going to be watching your progress and that, of course, of Buckland on the day with, with great interest. We're all behind you and we hope you can pull off a historic victory at Bromsgo Sporting. So I'm delighted to welcome to the Toolstation Western League podcast for the first time Ellis Late, the manager of Buckland Athletic. Ellis, thank you very much for taking uh, the time to speak to us ahead of your, your big FA Vars fifth round tie against um, Hinkley. We'll come to that game in a moment, but um, I'd, I'd like to take you back to October um, the 22nd and the, uh, the first round match you had in the competition. You were away at Showling and um, it, was a, it was a good way of getting your, your camp campaign underway uh, yeah I mean it was an excellent result for us it was on the back of two losses uh, in the league uh, one midweek to Clevedon and then one to obviously our rivals Melksham um, so we'd, we'd had two losses previous to that and then obviously we were travelling away to probably one of the fancied sides in Shoulin who have previously won the competition um, so it, it looked a tough draw and it was a tough draw but we went there um, with, <laughs> my dog, with a few people short uh, a few players short, um, but uh, we had an excellent result. You know, we all um, we worked probably the best defensive display I've seen from our side all season, um, and the work rate, and we got the goals at the right time. You know, and, and in cup games, you know that, that's that's what matters is getting the goals probably at the right times to just uh, probably stifle what the other team are doing. Um, but it was, it was excellent, excellent result for us. Going away to one of the fancied sides, you could have been forgiven, particularly, I mean, you're going well in the league. We'll probably touch upon that a bit later on the interview. But, you know, you could have been forgiven for thinking so early in the season, well, you know, we've got, it's, it's going to be a tough game away from home. You know, we'll, um, you know, I might rest a few. But you obviously took it seriously. Um, did you target a run in the Vars at the beginning of the season? Um, when I when I had my interview for the manager's job, I did say to the club, you know, I want to win things. Uh, I will put the best best team I can out in every competition, um, and I want to do well in the league. I want to do well in the Vars. I don't think Buckland have, have I don't think they've done as well as they could do in previous uh, previous cup runs. Um, you know, and I, I did say, you know, I'd really like to get far in it, get as far as we can. You know, and and why not? You know. Why not win it? You know, at the end of the day, you know, we we we, we want to win promotion in this league, you know, and that puts us at the top of the pyramid in terms of our level of football in the FA Vars, you know. And if we're we're aspiring to go higher, then we should be aspiring to to be beating a lot of teams nationally in this competition, you know. And uh, it's it's worked out well for us. We've had some good away, away results, and uh, you know, we're still in the competition. So, you know, it was certainly something I, I wanted wanted the club to do well in. So, yeah, happy with it. Well, your next game in the competition, you, you were at home um, to Newport uh, from the Isle of Wight. Uh, it was November the, the 12th and um, um, slightly closer, well, certainly closer than your previous um, game away at Shoaling, uh, a 1-0 victory. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was a, it was It was. one of those games I think where I, I think we would have got, uh, I think we deserved more goals. Um, 
you know, I think if you get a second in a in a cup game, it, it opens the game up a little bit more. Um, you know, we never we never actually got that goal, but it, it was it, as, as comfortable one nil will win as can be. Obviously, you know, you can always make mistakes and it could be one one. Um, but it, you know, it, it was a good result for us. And you know, a, a one nil win wins any cup game anyway. So yeah, it probably was closer, but it's. Uh, a win's a win, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, it booked you a place um, in the next round, and uh, on December the 3rd, you travelled to Horsham YMCA, um, and uh, another 3-0 victory. Yeah, uh, again, it's a, I mean, I've, I've, as a player, I've played a lot of games in the Vars, I've won it, uh, and played in, in some very important games, and I've never, in all the times I've played, I've never been across to this league, so I didn't know what the standard was going to be like. You know, you can generally judge it. Um, you know, I played a lot of games against teams in the Wessex where Sheldon were from, so you know their standard of, of the league's quite good. So I didn't know anything about this, the, uh, the the league that Horsham are in. Uh, obviously, looked at their results. Um, you know, it's not in my night to look at uh, to get someone to tell me what their game was like um, because it's, it's their opinion against mine. You know, I'll, I'll find that out as we play in the game. Um, but we, we we went there. Uh, we went there confident. We were, you know we were doing well in the league. You know we were, we were unbeaten for a couple of games, and um, and again we we it was it was what I'd say was a professional performance. We 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 worked hard. We did the right things. Didn't make any mistakes, uh, which you know can sometimes happen at this level in any game of football, and you can get punished for. Uh, but again, you know we got the goals at the right times in that game, and uh, it, it, it it came out as a comfortable three 0 win. Uh, and another way tie earlier this year uh, Saturday the 7th of January you were at Chichester City um, but um, another another good victory for you yeah again you know they're from the same league as Horsham um, so obviously I, 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 could, I could sort of like judge the standard of the level of football uh, from what they were going obviously um, Chichester were doing better in the league than, than Horsham so again I thought well, we'd go into a tough game uh, you know very organised side they hadn't lost at home you know so that was another thing that we had to deal with you know Sometimes winning's a habit, isn't it? You know, they've obviously on a you know Chichester on a nice habit of winning at home. You know, so we had to break that. Uh, but we got there. Um, you know, we, we we do travel quite well. You know, we we get there early. You know, and we have a good good bit of warm up to get the legs going. And uh, we 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 did again. We did the right things. And you know, I've said it in previous uh, about the previous games. You know, we got the goals at the right times. Um, you know, we were two 0 at half time. Uh, I was. Happy with the way what we'd done. A couple of couple of their players were worrying me in terms of what they you know what they could offer. Um, but I, I thought they were a little bit disjointed as a team. They were just individual flair players that were doing okay. Um, in second half, we did concede, but it wasn't it wasn't against the run of play. You know, sometimes you can concede at two 0 and two one. It's a little bit nervy. Uh, but it didn't feel like that, you know. It felt like we could we could have gone three one, and we did, uh, you know. And that that three one just killed killed any any momentum they were going to try and build up. And, and, and again, eventually we went out three one winners, and you know it was a deserved deserved win. You know the lads, you know played again. You know, I think in any cup competition you've got to play well on the day. You know you don't get second chances unless you draw it and you get a replay. But you know we we played well, we played really well. Well, you've put yourself a, a, a game against Hinkley AFC. What do we know about Hinkley? Um, again, um, from from my knowledge, uh, I've never played. Uh, I say I've never played. I think we might have played a team called Colville uh, in this in this 
in the competition before as a player. Uh, again, I don't know much about the league in terms of the standard. Uh, what I do know is they're a step below us. They're step six and we're step five. Um, but Hinkley, they used to be, you know, a, a higher league team. They had financial troubles and dropped down the pyramid. And now they're building themselves up and they're a fan-run club, you know. So the support's going to be there, you know. Um, so it's going to be a tough place to go to. Um, but, you know, I'll... I'll go there with my team, full of confidence. You know, we're on an unbeaten run. Um, and, and, you know, my strongest side is very competitive. You know, and I think we've competed in any game of football we'll go to and we'll, uh, we'll give it a good go. You, you don't sound like a man who's enjoying a cup run. Uh, you, you sound very purposeful. And um, you've scored three goals now away from home in um, three previous rounds of the competition are you um, are you confident uh, that you can progress into the uh, into the next round of this competition um, I've, yes I am confident I'm confident in any game of football you know when I've done interviews with, 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 with my local papers um, you know I've always said, you know, I, I, I think we're a very good side. I don't go into a game of football thinking we're going to lose, think we're going to concede, think we're going to draw. You know, I go in there to win. I set a team out to win a game of football. That's what I did as a player that's what I'm doing as a manager. You know, so um, you, the, the goals change games. It's very simple. Goals change, <laughs> change games. And if we can get the first goal, the second goal, um, you know, I've got some very good players that can keep hold of the ball and, and expose teams that then try and push onto us. You know, we can find the spaces, control it, and be, be quite professional. I think, and um, you know, that's 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 it really. You know, I do think we can win. I do think we can win in any game of football that we that we go into. You know, and I have to take that into any game, regardless. You know, and like I said, like I said earlier, you know, we we. We're pushing for promotion, you know, and if we want to get promoted, we've got to be a good side consistently, and that's what we're showing at the moment. Well, I'm glad you brought it back to the, to the league form because you're lying third in the table at the moment, although if you, uh, if you win your games in hand over street, you would go second. Obviously, your league form is very good. Um, are you, do you have any concerns that this FA Vars run might sort of take, attention of the, take the attention of the players away from, from the league form? Have you got a priority out of the two competitions? Um, the priority is the next. You know, it, it, a lot of football football managers say it. You know, the game that you're playing, you know, is is the big game. You know, regardless of what you've got coming up in the next couple of weeks. You know, and that's the way I've always taken it. You know, the next game is the most important one for us, and that's that's the FA Vars. You know, we get that out of the way, and the next important game will be the league. You know, in between this Vars run, we've had very important games. You know. Um, Leading up to the Chichester game, we had two hard away games at, at Gillingham and Willing uh, and Willand. You know, two two games that have generally been tough for us in, in the past couple of seasons, and we've gone there and got very good results. You know, so I think I think the, what the Vars runs doing for us is is keeping that confidence going, uh, and then obviously going to other teams that we don't know anything about that we're not you know. You know, we know all you know all the teams in our league. We've had previous results against them. You know, so there can be a preconception of how we should be getting on against them. You know, we go into Vars Vars teams, getting good results. You know, and that's giving the lads a confidence boost outside of the league as well. And I think they're carrying that forward into the league. You know, and again after after the Chichester game, you know, we've had some, you know, a couple of good results in the league again. Um, you know, to keep that winning run going. Ellis, thank you very much indeed for your time today, and thank you for your for your candour in the interview. We really wish you the very best of luck. The, uh, the Western League family is behind yourselves and uh, Bristol Manor Farm in this uh, in this competition. Will be a lot of people will be looking out for your result on uh, on Saturday afternoon. Oh, thank you very much.
Well, you heard it here first, listeners. My thanks to Lee Lyshenko and to Ellis Slate. We've all got our fingers crossed for Bristol Manor Farm and for Buckland Athletic, and let's hope that in a couple of weeks' time I'm doing an FA Vars quarterfinal special for the Toolstation Western League podcast. 